I'm a black man with a bunch of money and having a crib in Brentwood and having the word spray painted over my gate. That lets you know I ain't too far removed and I still got a lot more work to do. ESPNW presents Be Honest with Carrie Champion. So not very often do I have an opportunity to be a part of what I think is historical, legendary, quality, passion. Um, and this past this past six, seven months or so, it's been pretty, pretty quality. So I was able to uh, work on Uber commercials. A good friend of mine by the name of uh, Bozema St. John is the CBO of Uber. And she partnered with Uninterrupted, which uh, is... Maverick Carter, he's the CEO of that company. You may have heard of Maverick Carter. He is the best friend of LeBron James, uh, and they are business partners. He is also CEO of Spring Hill Entertainment, that's their production company. And the idea of these two brands coming together to create wonderful stories in the backseat of an Uber with athletes was pretty legendary in my mind, and I was really humbled to be a part of it because I love to talk. I love to ask questions. I love to dig but the the latest commercial, I didn't have to do too much work. I really didn't. The idea of having LeBron James and Kevin Durant in the backseat of an Uber talking about just about everything, but the least part of the conversation was about basketball. Uh, let me say that again. Basketball was there, but that wasn't the meat of the conversation. First of all, I didn't even know they liked each other. That's the first thing. Did y'all know they liked each other? They like each other. I didn't know that. So I didn't know what would happen once they got in the car. But I tell you, it was pretty special. So on this edition of Be Honest, I wanted to perhaps talk about the idea, the vision of that, because trust me when I tell you that conversation will be talked about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. That story that was unfolding in real time for me was life changing. People will go back and listen to what LeBron had to say and listen to what Kevin Durant had to say. And they'll think, wow, what was it like? What happened? Or, wow, that's some gems. I really appreciated what they said or what they stood for. So how did we get here? I thought I'd invite Maverick Carter, again, CEO of Uninterrupted and Spring Hill Entertainment. I thought I'd invite him on this podcast, be honest, to talk about the production, the quality, the idea, and then peel back the curtain a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your your, your relationship, your friendship with your childhood friend, LeBron James, and, and what, in fact, are you all trying to do? What's the, what's the end game? It's a very eye-opening conversation, very insightful. Uh, sit back, relax, and I know you will enjoy this edition of Be Honest. Maverick, thank you so much for being on Be Honest. I really appreciate it. Uh, first off, I, I, I'd like to introduce every one of you, but I think they already know who you are. Uh, but to our, our listeners, uh, Maverick Carter 
is a renaissance man. He has done so many different things. Most of you may have heard of him, uh, knowing that he is in business with LeBron on many levels. Uh, some say they're best friends. I think he'd say that too. But Maverick, in this day and in this age, when people meet you, uh, what is one of the many things they say to describe who you are in terms of what you do? What I do is today, um, and for the last you know 13 years, I've been LeBron James' business partner um, and business manager. And today I also am the CEO uh, and run a media content production company called Spring Hill Entertainment and our, and our digital media company, Uninterrupted. Okay, so to that very end, uh, you and I became uh, more friendly when Uber had the great idea to partner with Uninterrupted to do a series called Rolling with the Champion, uh, and we are interviewing different athletes about whatever you'd like. If it's fun, you guys have made, you may have seen these commercials. Uh, they have a longer format. They live in a longer life on uninterrupted.com. But most recently, Maverick comes up with this idea because he has the connections. He goes, hey, what about... LeBron James and Kevin Durant in the backseat of Uber talking about everything but basketball, about life. And the first time Maverick I heard that, I thought to myself, that's genius. What will it be? I don't know them in terms of their relationship. How will it feel? Um, and what was the idea going into this for you, going into this concept of having these two sit in the backseat of an Uber and talk? Well, I think overall, obviously, this is just one episode in many of episodes that we've done of Rolling with the Champion with Uber. And I think the the idea, and everyone understands and knows that Ubers are used every day. People are using them every day to get where they're going. And But what what is not always clear, and everyone, the message and the story hasn't been told, that many things go on in Uber, including obviously conversations are had, connections are made, Stories are told, and I think Carrie obviously is used the host and the Uber driver in our show. You bring out those connections and those conversations, and and with this specific episode, you know we wanted to show and tell the story because we happened to be in Cleveland the night before the Warriors played in Cleveland back in January, and LeBron wanted to take you and KD on this journey through where he was from, and then have the conversation and tell the stories about growing up in Akron, playing at Summit Lake Rec Center, then being from the projects and taking those steps and how him and KD shared in these, even though they're, they're rivals and they play against each other, but they do have a connection of coming from a place that is very similar. So we used Uber as like LeBron showing multiple stops throughout his hometown so he could use the Uber, the Uber to take you guys on multiple stops and show you guys the places he was from and where he grew up playing. And I think that's what this show is all about. It's all about those connections and conversations that happen in an Uber and also the journey that happens and, and connecting on that journey. And that's what life is all about. And I think, you know, those two guys are obviously rivals, but they also, they also matter to the world and much more than just basketball players. As we've seen things that are going on and how the world is taking shape and what's going on, we need people to be leaders and stronger leaders. And I think those guys are famous basketball players, but they also matter more beyond the court also. Beyond the court. So let's let's just hang on that, Maverick, because I don't know if you are aware, because when it happens, normally people aren't aware. But the conversation between KD and LeBron James, in my opinion, was historical. 
never have I seen uh, in my in my lifetime of covering sports two athletes who definitely define the NBA, if not are the NBA, talk in such a candid way about their responsibility off the court. You just don't see it. I think of some of my favorites. I think of back in the day, Magic, uh, Michael Jordan, and I'm not by any means demeaning them or comparing, but it just doesn't happen. Now, we did have it with Muhammad Ali, and obviously we know Bill Russell, uh, James Brown. There were all these others that were very, very, very uh, critical to the movement, if you will. But do you understand or have you even thought about how historical that conversation was and is? Um, I think, you know, at Uninterrupted, we look to tell stories and we want to tell stories and make connections. And I think storytelling is what I love and what I've been doing my whole career. So I don't think I've, you know, we've been in it, you know, making it happen with you. And I don't think I looked at it in the, in the historical sense yet and been able to like look back because we're in the middle of it. But I think I did understand going into it that it could be, it had a chance to be because LeBron and Kevin have arrived at a place in their career where they're, where they're fine with having that type of conversation. I knew we had the opportunity to do something great because of where they both have come in their careers, what they both accomplished, and who they both are. And, you know, a couple months ago I read an article with Kevin talking about, I think he was talking to the uh, news reporter in the Bay Area in the interview, just talking about how he discovered, he's discovering what it means to be, a black man in America. Now, granted, he's been a black man his whole life, but he, as he said, he's been great at basketball. So he didn't have to understand the, the world the way a non-great basketball player would be as being a black man. So reading that, I realized he had come to a point, and obviously LeBron has been at that point for a while now, that they could have this type of conversation. And you are correct about that. Yeah, they can have that type of conversation because it takes you have to get to this point in your life. I ask you this growing up as a kid in Akron with, with your boy, did you think that this was a possibility where you are right now in your life? What you're doing, the stories that you're telling, the impact you're making on the community and on the culture? That's a great question, Carrie. I mean, no. I mean, there's no way I could have known what was in store for me. I had hopes and dreams and wishes to do great things uh, as a youngster, dreamed of being an athlete, wanted to be an athlete, dreamed of that. Um, and as I grew older and went on to play college basketball, I realized that probably wasn't my future, even though I still had that dream. But, but I think I never dreamed of doing what I'm doing now to still be in the sports business to still be in and around sports and to be storytelling and entertaining people with content and, and really trying to make a di- not just putting content in the world that's meaningless and doesn't matter, but we really try and put things into the world that matter and are stories that people will care about. And you can agree with them or disagree with them, but they do matter and they'll move people emotionally. I never dreamed of doing that. Wow. I, I mean, just and when you say you never dreamed of doing that, you are, and I've and I've heard people say this. You are what our ancestors dreamed for and hoped for. I, I hear that all the time about. Thank you. I appreciate that. I hear that all the time about how special Spring Hill Entertainment is and and what you're doing at Uninterrupted, uh, and and obviously we cannot forget Bose working with her CBO at Uber. Uh, the the vision 
to be able to come together uh, and tell the stories that you're telling are really changing lives. So how would you describe, in the most candid way you can, where our country is right now and why these conversations are necessary? I think, you know, in some ways, our country is in a great place. And I say that because these stories can be told, whether the technology is there that we can, you know, uninterrupted can allow athletes to to tell their message and get and we can get it directly to fans. I think brands like Uber, um, like Nike, like Apple are are telling these stories and putting money behind getting these messages told. So I think and and people like you are on TV and 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 being open and honest and really being in a place where things are happening. You see the whole movement with Times Up. And me too. That that stuff is all great. I think in other ways, the country is going backwards with some of the stuff that uh, the leader of the country, you know, incites racism or people to feel away, which is kind of the opposite way. But I think in a lot of good, there's a lot of good happening in the country now with people just being open and coming forward and being honest about what's going on and how they feel, and and that's the only way we can get to a place of real harmony amongst people you know it's like i'm not one of these people who think that one day there's going to be world peace but there can be harmony and people can get along but you have to be open and honest about how you really feel and if you don't and in some cases it's like i don't like you so stay away from me that's fine too but i think we're 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 heading to a place where people are having these conversations just like you said for lebron and katie to open up and really talk about how they feel they talked about everything about the world about who they are about their journey, about the All-Star game, everything. They just we didn't have that when I was a kid in the same way. And we and we need it because because the more uncomfortable the conversation is, the the more progress in my opinion we have. Um I I feel like there is something um, special, as you just mentioned. So where the country being, when you said it's in a good place, you named all the things that we can do and all the things that we can talk about. Though Those things, you are absolutely correct, Maverick, um, change the dynamic of our world. But we also are having these conversations because in many ways we're forced to. Because do you agree if you are silent, you're in agreement? I don't believe if you're silent, you're in agreement because – sometimes people just aren't ready to to open up and have that conversation. So, for instance, as you talked about LeBron and KD again, as we're talking about that, I'm not sure two years ago KD was in a place and ready to open up and have that conversation that we did with him and LeBron and you. So I think people have to get into a place where they're ready to to talk and have a conversation Mm. and open up. And I think sometimes, sometimes, depending on who it is, the the world isn't ready to hear what they have to say mm. or or how they feel about it. So I I don't think if you're silent you're you're in agreement. I I hope you don't stay silent forever if you have something that's important and the world needs to know. But I don't think you're in agreement if you're silent. I agree. Okay. Oh, thank you for that. Okay, because that you just gave me a whole new perspective, Maverick. Because I think of the the famous Dr. King quote saying that if you if you don't say something, if you don't do something, it's almost as if you are in agreement. And I'm paraphrasing clearly, but you're right because if you're not ready. We can't force you to have a conversation or try to give a message that you're not educated on, that you're not prepared to give and not passionate yeah, you about. Haven't, you, haven't, you haven't got your head around it yet. So we can't. That's that's how I feel. That's OK. So I bring this up to you because when I was in the car with LeBron and KD, I, at one point I said 
and I, and I was referring specifically to uh, LeBron, but I said watching the maturation process, watching LeBron grow up literally um, as a young kid to now a grown man right in front of our eyes has been fascinating if you've if you've kept notes, if you've paid attention, if you're into involvement, because there was a time that LeBron couldn't necessarily speak with his whole heart on certain issues. Is that correct? And then he finally got to the point I felt like sitting in that Uber. It was a sermon. I was like, oh, okay, go ahead. Preach, sir. Go ahead. I'm here. I had pulled my chair up. I was like, go ahead. I'm listening. You know, it was and I don't necessarily know if it's always been that way. Correct. Or did I not know him and you knew that it was always there? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, people people quickly forget that, you know, LeBron James, not too dissimilar to, you know, it's not been many people who have been famous since childhood all the way through adulthood. You know, there's like Michael Jackson, because a lot of kids get famous and things go wrong. It gets derailed for whatever reason. They're not, they just, as adults, they're not the same. They're, they, they, the pressure, they succumb to the pressure and, and fall into addictions or whatever. But LeBron's been famous since he was 16 years old. He's 33, so that's half his life. He's been a very famous person. He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's every basketball season since he was 17 years old had expectations to win, and he had to be great and play great and do that. So I think my point is we've watched him grow up. So it's not many people. The world didn't watch you grow up, Kerry. The world didn't watch me grow up. We grew up and kind of matured, and then you ended up on ESPN, and then you ended up where the world got to know you, and you were ready for it. So I think – we had to watch, we actually watched LeBron go through that period of getting ready and being prepared to tell you how he feels and what he thinks and, and not only tell us who he, what he thinks and, and who he is, but figure out for himself, who am I and what do I like and what am I into and what do I care about and, you know, I have a wife and kids and how do I love them? We, he, that was done in front of us. You know, it's like, it was his life, but it was like our entertainment. We watched it on TV. So I think you're right, but I think it's just the fact that we watched it. When he arrived, we've been paying attention to LeBron James since he was 16, and he's now 33. And it just, we watched him grow up and, and get to know himself. We watched him meet himself mm. in, on TV. Wow. Wow, that is that is powerful. You are absolutely correct. And I I thought this. This is one of the first things that I and I wanted to say. I felt even also uh watching those two together, we're still watching Kevin Durant grow up. He's just still getting comfortable with his Absolutely. Own. He's uh, still he learning himself. Exactly. He is figuring out who he is. Absolutely. When was the moment, pull back the curtain for me if you don't mind. When was the moment that you all sat in a room? Was it when he was 17? Was it when he was 18? When you were 21? And you all were like, we're going to change the world. We're going to change the game. I'm going to be an eight. We'll have somebody be an agent. You know, we're talking like with your crew. I'm going to be the businessman. I'm going to be the CEO. LeBron, you're going to do this. We're going to take over in every aspect. And we're going to do it with our own way. We're creating our own blueprint of infiltrating the sports market and changing culture. When did that happen? Were you 19? Were you 20? Was it a moment or it just happened? Um, I wouldn't say we ever sat down like, you know, like Pinky in the Brain, one of my favorite <laughs> old cartoons. Yeah. Where, where the brain would tell Pinky, we're going we're gonna to do the same thing we did every day and try and take over the world. Uh-huh. We never dreamed of taking over the world or doing this or doing that. But we did say we want to do things different. We want to do things 
how we feel they should be done, you know. And granted, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just something that we manifested. We watched people. Jay-Z, who's a close friend of ours, we watched what he had done in the music business. We were just like, we want to emulate some of that stuff and what magic has done, and we want to just do it earlier and really mm. do it how we think it should be done. And if we're wrong, then fine, we'll be wrong. But at least it was our ideas and what we wanted to do. And we never dreamed that it would like change the world and change things. But, but being the fact that it has, and now we see people like KD, what he's doing in the world, and we see other athletes doing it, we're happy. And that was, that was off of what we did. But it was never, we never sat down and said, that's what we're out to do. We're going to change this. We're going to change how people think about this. We were like, Let's do what's best for us. That's how kind of everything starts, right? It's a bit of, it's a little selfish. We're all selfish, right? People being selfish. I think selfish gets a bad rap sometimes. It does not. I always tell people, it's like, (laughs) when you're on an airplane, it's a reason they tell you if the mask dropped down. Put your ass on first. (laughs) Yeah, it's a reason they say that. So selfish gets a bad rap because you have to help yourself before Uh. we can help others. So I think... We, that we set out to just do what was right and what we felt was right. And then when that worked and we were like, oh, this is working, we were like, we'll help everyone else. We'll give people the knowledge, help them understand what we're doing. Um, but, we ne- but that's how we always thought about it. How do you get – okay, and I know you didn't, you didn't, sit, on, you didn't sit around and say, yeah, we're about to take over. But now you guys know that you have and you can and there's still more to do. So what's the end game if there is one? Um, that's a great question. I think the end game, um, you know, when you're, when you love the process, like we all do, there is no end game. So I tell people all the time, I've watched LeBron since he was a kid and as a pro for 15 years, LeBron is not particularly excited about the outcome. He granted, he loves to win games. He loves to win championships loves to be the MVP, loves to be in the All-Star game. But it's, it comes and goes really fast. What he is addicted to is the process. It's mm-hmm. the reason you see him last year, five days after they lost to the finals, or four days, he's back in the gym. Because the process is his drug. He's like an addiction to like getting back in the gym, getting better, drilling down, mentally preparing. Like, how did I, what did I do? How do I get better? What do we do as a team? Are we meeting as a team? Let's get together and, and go work out together. So I think it's the same for us in business and in life. It's the process that we love. Now, granted, the outcome is great. If you build a great business, you make money, whatever accolades come with it, but it's the process that we love of, of building uninterrupted and, and telling these stories and, and, and doing the things that we do on a day-in, day-out basis. I think that part of the process we will always love and continue to do. The process. Be addicted to the process. You always hear about how the greats. You have to be addicted to the process. Yeah, all the greats. All the greats. Seriously, everyone I talk to, they talk about this addiction, this obsession. This it's un, it's unhealthy, but it's healthy. But it's the only way that you you are a cut above the rest. The, 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 you set the standard above all. And when I hear you talk about that. There's such an adrenaline rush because I can relate, right? And I and I'm like, I want I want to be right there. Let's talk about the process. Let's be great. I look at even okay maverick i have to tell you first time i met you i thought this is in cleveland i think they this is the they won the yes no did they win was that the first time we met do you remember it was at a restaurant in cleveland you were with some business we met partners in a restaurant. i remember exactly what restaurant 
I think it was 16 when they won. I think so. Yeah, it was. And I thought to myself, just, you know, unknowing. I didn't know the game. I was new to a lot of things and I didn't know a lot of people. Um, and of course I'd heard of you. They talked about you all the time when I was on first take. So, you know, that was, that was one of the things that was their, one of their go-tos, as you all know. And I thought to myself, that's interesting, young, successful. That's great. But then there was this, there was this elusiveness and, and, and it made me, I have to say, judge who you were. And I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. I can say that. I'm disappointed in Carrie Champion because I judged you, Maverick. And I thought to myself, uh, you shouldn't be disappointed. Uh, I mean, that happens. That's no. That's a normal thing. It is a normal thing, but speak, for people to judge things and people and everything. But it's not fair. It's normal, but it's not fair, and it also limits you. Because that's what I I've come to learn in my life. I can't give you a first blush or a first pass and immediately know who you are because people like to put people in boxes. They can only do that. That she can only do that. Yeah. He's only about this. That's so limiting to the person that's who's true. doing the judging. And and that's I true. really had this thought of who I thought you were. Um, and then I and then I bump into you years later, and we're working on this project. I mean, you just never know who you are going to end up working with and in what capacity. And to be to be able to, that's why you can all you got to be. And trust me, you got to make friends before you need them. Not saying you got to kiss anybody's. But you definitely got to make friends because you never know. Absolutely. Say, if, what if you and I you had a know. what you if you and know. I had an awful interaction? Did we have an all alpha interaction? It was fine, right? It was nice. It was totally fine. I left it going. Wow, she's really cool. Like her, we talked about your podcast. As a matter of fact, so we bring it back to the podcast. We finally got you on. <laughs> and now that I know you and get to work with you, I what I'm trying to tell you because I don't think you guys understand it is that it is history and that you are touch you, like literally you being palpable. Reach out to touch you, see you do it, see how you live, see how you move. You're letting everybody know, not just young black boys. That's wonderful, but you're letting everybody know that it can be done and it's being I, and be inspired. I'm inspired by how you all hustle that makes me want to hustle hard that makes my colleagues thank why, you i appreciate that. why are my colleagues bumping into you trying to talk to you we all want to hustle hard because we can see it, it can be done and then we come to this moment and i'm going to take it full circle because i need you to understand that conversation in that uber gave me chills i hung on every word i did not want the car ride to end i felt like <laughs> there was never a time. I mean, I'm serious. The most famous athlete in the world, and I'm talking about LeBron James, could go at the leader of the country and not be bothered and not be touched. Yeah. When did you ever think that could happen? Just on the optics. And you know what I mean by the optics. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, you're right. That, that conversation and having, and you happen to be in the car. There was only three people in the car. You were in there, but you know, the, that was a great way for that conversation to take place, and that's why I wanted to do it that way, because with LeBron taking you guys on multiple stops and showing you where he was from and reflecting and having that moment of reflection and being able to remember where he, you know, seeing the projects where he grew up and his the rec center where he played would bring him back and feel so connected and, and be able to have that conversation. I think, and Kevin obviously comes from a, a place just like LeBron. So it's very similar. So he could feel it. And you could see when they're talking, they're like feeling each other and like they're getting in. They're like, and they feel, they really feel and, and understand and know who they are. And, and they know how far they've come. They know all the work and sacrifices they've put into it. 
and they and to your point, I know you asked them one time. You said tired of being humble, which is a you know a bit of slang and a joke, but it's true. They, I mean, they've worked their ass off and put everything to get to that place, and they come from a place where nobody expects nothing from anyone, and 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 you you know you could easily become a statistic, but I think. Coming from there and being who they are and 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 growing up and and learning themselves and LeBron's really got to know himself and Kevin's on the journey of figuring out exactly who he is and it's beautiful to watch. I think that is what it's all about and that's what we always wanted. Yeah, I I kudos. I, I say that and I and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for um, obviously joining the podcast. I got to ask you this before I let you go: Who, in fact, do you look up to? Is it one person or is it? Or is it a philosophy? Um, who do I look up to? I look up to my mom and dad. I'm very close with them. They are two people who, you know, very different, um, come from the same place, the same city, but extremely different. My mom has a college degree, you know, um, worked her ass off, worked 30 years, got a college degree. My dad is a guy born with a hole in his heart, could never work, but that never stopped him from doing what the hell he had to do and taking wow. care of me and his family. Um, but dropped out of school in the eighth, and ninth, or eighth or ninth grade. and But but they've really grown and shown maturity and wow. grown from the time I've known them when I was a kid to now who they've become as they're, as they're getting older. But I think what they've shown me throughout life is really accepting and knowing people and getting it, getting to know people and being open to things and understanding things. So they were the ones who really influenced me the most and the ones I look up to. Wow. That's wonderful. See you. I listen here. You already know. I know you're not going to do this. You're not in a bad way. Please don't say, don't take this the wrong way. You could run for office. You know that, right? No, no. You couldn't? Way, no. You couldn't? Don't put that out there? You don't want a background check? You you, you got bad credit? Well, I don't want to. <laughs> office, is a, office is a tough thing to do. That's a tough job. It is a tough job. You're right. But I but when I tell you, everyone, it, we said have the same. But I take it as a compliment. It is a compliment. It is not in the, in the, it is the nicest way of this is what the country needs. We need somebody who is keeping it real from the streets, know what it's like on both sides, and definitely can deliver the message and appreciate the process. You be addicted to the process, as you say. Um, addicted to the process, you have to be. I, uh, my judgment of you, I love this part. I don't know if we put this, I don't know if that made it in the commercial. My ju- judgment of you is incorrect, so I apologize. I did not know you, and I Thank am learning. You. I apologize. <laughs> LeBron and Katie both got on my case for giving them a hard time on television. I'm okay with that, too. I was like, I, okay, I, I own it. Give it to me. You, I don't know if y'all put Why that in there. Yeah, look, Kevin Durant was like, it you was giving me a hard time on TV, Carrie. I was like, hey, listen, Kevin. Kevin, you weren't my cup of tea a couple of years ago. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it comes with the job, with the job but i appreciate again back to them being mature i surely appreciate them because um little mama is learning and i i too am still learning and i love being a part of this process maverick carter you are a dime okay an angel i appreciate you continue the good work in the community um and maybe i'll have you on the podcast again if you're free absolutely all right thank you Thanks my friend. for having me on the podcast of course anytime thank you my friend thank you So listen, if you have not seen the full version of the Uber commercial, I need you to go to uninterrupted.com slash Uber. Again, uninterrupted.com slash Uber. It is 18 minutes of intelligence. It is 18 minutes of excitement. It is 18 minutes. It's a sermon. 
We drive around Akron and we talk about everything. And LeBron James and Kevin Durant do not hold back. You're missing out. You're missing out if you ain't seen it. Thank you for joining this edition of BMS. Back next week, y'all. Thanks for listening to Be Honest with Carrie Champion. For more great podcasts, check out ESPN.com slash podcenter.